this is Lee here, and here is part two of Throw For It. Check this out. Point number five. Team, Lane, come here real quick. If you'll bring me that bucket, Joy. This is my friend, Lane. How you doing, man? Good, dude. Okay, so I think you remember this. You remember the bucket example we did? Yeah. Okay, so you remember how it works? Yeah. Okay, so what I'm going to have you do, I'm going to have you go over here. I'm going to move this back real quick. I have you go over there. Stand, stand, stand on this side in front of the other side in front of the bucket. Now, you know how it works. You only, pick, you only can pick it up with your elbows. elbows. Uh-huh. You can only pick it with your elbows. But you can only take one step. Now, what I want you to do is take, get the bottles from there. And, one step? Yeah. Yeah. Get the bottles from there. And, and <laughs> hey, you can do whatever we want to. But get the bottles from there and put it in this bucket, okay? Put 30 seconds. Well, no. Put 20 seconds on the clock because 30 seconds is long. Okay? One step? Yeah, you can only take one step, Lane. Ready? Go. Time. Stop, Lane. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, I need three more people. I need three more volunteers. Come on, Roy. Uh, Le- okay, Lance. I, I, I need. Well, you know, I can, I can use three people. I can, I can use three. No, well, I need one person. One more person. Thank you, Aria. Okay. Okay, I need you to come on this side. Okay. Now. Now, now, now. Now. You, now, Lane, you know what to do. Okay, you know what to do. Everybody kind of saw what was being done, right? Okay, you know what to do. I'm gonna give you like ten seconds to explain to them how this works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Explain to them how this works. Well, you gotta get it, and then you gotta hand it off, and then I don't remember what we did after that. You have to hand. Yeah, yeah you have to get hand it, hand it off and get it into the bucket. Yes. You can only use elbows. Okay. Where's Mel? Somebody put 20 seconds. Ready? Go. I'm going to give you more time. Yeah. Come on. I'm going to let you pick it up with your hand. Pass it. Pass it. Pass it. Hey, give it up for him. Give it up for him. All right, you all can sit down. You all can sit down. You all can sit down. Thank you, Lane. It's like, it's a lot easier last time. Okay, there's purpose for why I did that. There's purpose for why I did that. It's, it's this idea about team. Every person needs a team. You saw how he struggled when he was doing it by himself? Wasn't that such a struggle? He was like, Lane was like, oh my God, like, 
he was like, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm, I got to get in this bucket. This bucket is, a, it's like, it's a terrible bucket. I don't know why he picked this bucket. Lee, what is your problem? This bucket is not helping me get what I need to get done. He's just trying to accomplish something with the bucket, but he couldn't get it done because he was by himself. When he actually had more people, he was able to do it a little bit better. My first point, when you have a team, it expands your range and ability for impact. It expands your capacity. When he got four, when he had three more people, he was able to actually get the actually try to get the thing and give it to somebody else so they could get to the thing that they're trying to accomplish. Any effective leader realizes that they don't have all this uh, uh, information. Because my second point is it improves the quality of your work and helps you empower others. Your inefficiencies can be used as a weapon. There's a reason why you're limited. There's a reason. Because if you don't understand that, like, it is beneficial to you to have more people to do certain things, you'll go through your life and literally be limited. Well, I can't accomplish my goals because I don't have other people. Fam, that is helpful. Do you think I set this room up by myself? <gasps> no, not at all. Because that's a weakness. And it gave me an opportunity to empower somebody else. I, I, I like, it's this concept of hiring your weaknesses. Actually giving people opportunity to be themselves. Something in your leadership is you having the capacity to understand, hey, I could help somebody else be great right now. Because it's not about me being, you know, the end all and be all of everything that happens. It's literally about you understanding, wait, I don't have to do everything. What? And the great thing about it is you don't have to exhaust yourself. If you relinquish power, you literally are giving yourself room to Think, grow, do other things. This whole event was not just put together by me. I requested the help of Akila. I was like, Akila, you good at putting PowerPoints together? I can do it. I'm all right. But I was like, Akila, could you like do this? Like, could you help me figure out how to do this really well and really effective? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do this. The registration aspect of it. I had no clue how to do that. Not a clue. But I, I solicited help. And you know what happened? She rose up. She stepped into the thing and was able to be effective because I was not thrown off by how great she was. Which this statement I want you to write down. The best leaders are those who have resolved the conflict within themselves and are willing to invest in others because they are not intimidated by other talents. I am not intimidated by how cold you are. Because if the, the problem with a lot of people, and this may sound disrespectful, but I don't care. The problem with a lot of people is they haven't met themselves. They haven't met themselves. So what they do is they box you in. They tell you what you can't, what you can't do. 
Because if you outshine them, it makes them feel bad about themselves. But let me tell you the true power of something that you need to understand in your leadership. If I'm a great leader and I empower somebody else, you know what happens at the end of the day? They don't take credit for it. They give me credit. You know why? Because I gave them a chance. They're saying, oh, oh, you're really good at this. Oh, it's awesome that you built this. It's awesome. You know what? Thank you, man. I, I'm so grateful that you gave me, you know, homage and said I did a great job. But I got to give it up to my boss. My boss believed that I could do it. My boss gave me a chance. And a lot of us are in environments where we're not getting chances. We're not getting chances. But I love leaders that literally have this point where they're like, oh, you've been awesome. Oh, man, that's that's great. I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it because because I know that if you are able to do what you're doing. At the end of the day, you're going to thank me, but then you're going to become. I care more about you becoming than me taking all the credit. I care more about that. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, they're like, yeah, like they just blossomed and grew and they just like they became vibrant. They became effective because I gave them an opportunity to be themselves. Next point, meditation and introspection. Now, I'm not going to take credit for this point. Because I was having a conversation with my friend Kyle. And Kyle was saying to me, he was like, Lee, you really, really need to take some time to be introspective and think about what you're thinking about. My first point, personal evaluation of your work. Actually, take some time to look back at your week. Like, sit down and, like, write it down. Like, oh, this is really cool. Okay, I did this, I did this, I did this. John Maxwell talks about this. I was listening to a podcast, and he talked about how every single week he takes an hour and just sits down and writes out everything he's done during that week. I'm like, that's a great thing to do. That was a long time. (laughs) Let's be real. That was actually a pretty long time. But I don't know if I can sit there for an hour and... You know, but I'm gonna try one of these days. And he would do that every single week. Every week, he had an appointment to sit down and write about, write what he did all week. That's like some discipline, doesn't it? But 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 it helps him actually seize his wins. See, this is one of the things that you need to do. We, I, I, I realize I'm one of those people that's such a big picture person. Like, I see big stuff. Like, I see, you know, other great things. But I realize it becomes important for me to sit down and write down what I did that week because now I can celebrate the little step. See, you don't get to a big step without taking a few, like, you don't get to a big thing without taking a few steps before that. There's a lot of stuff that got to happen before you get, yes, yes, baby steps. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen before you get to the place where you're going to get. Right now, you're sitting in one of my steps. This is a step. This is not the end. This is a step. No matter how today goes, I'm going to have to sit down and write about this step. I'm going to have to honor this step. And 
And if I'm smart enough to recognize, okay, this happened in this step and this worked. Okay. Huh. That actually worked. This could be done better. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to do this next time. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Oh, maybe I need to expand that idea. Oh, I maybe need to do this. I maybe need to do this. It gives me time to actually look at what am I accomplishing. And then the second point is spending time with yourself allows you to discover who you are. You got to have self-discovery. Because I think one of the biggest problems is, is we don't spend enough time with ourselves. And I'm not talking about when you spend time with yourself, you sitting on social media and being like, well, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. That's not spending time with you. That's not spending time with yourself. It really isn't. Like, it's necessary that you spend time with yourself. Because what, let me tell you what happens. When you spend time with yourself, literally what happens, you become more vulnerable. One of my friends talks about this idea of of leaders being compassionate. He's like, every leader should be compassionate. But they can't be compassionate if they, spend time, if they don't spend time with themselves. Sometimes you as in your leadership, you ex, spending time with yourself helps you value you. Because a lot of times leaders project what they experience in their own lives onto other people because they haven't taken the time to spend time with themselves. So therefore, they're literally trying to figure it out with other people. They, 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 they vomit information. They vomit all this stuff on other people because they haven't spent time with themselves. But that self-discovery is necessary for your growth. Now we're about to do an exercise. I want everybody to sit up straight, sit up straight, adjust, sit up straight, sit up straight. Now, everybody, breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Now I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to think about the things that you have thought about this week. Where you see yourself. How you view yourself. I want you to just take a little bit of time to think about it. Okay? Okay, open your eyes. How, how did that make you feel? You, slow down. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it slowed down time, didn't it? It caused you to focus. Spending time with yourself causes you to focus. You weren't distracted. 
You, you are thrown off by other stuff. You are able to literally focus all of your thoughts and aim at something. And it caused you, for some of you, it caused you to actually think about some stuff that, that are like bad thoughts that you're going to have to change. Yeah. And then so for some of you, you're like, oh, that's dope. I'm killing the game. I'm killing you like you 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 had a moment where you're like whoa like this is like I'm doing this like yeah but that appreciate that appreciation for that moment helps you understand how valuable it is to actually for to stop and breathe in and breathe out think about what you're thinking about for somebody who deals with anxiety I have to take time to breathe in and breathe out because if I'm overthinking what's happening, I'll miss the moment. I'll miss that opportunity to actually understand that in this present moment, in this particular set of things that's happened in my life, I am not being effective. I'm missing. I'm literally missing being in the moment. It's a disservice to you guys if I'm not present right now. Because I'm not owning the moment that I'm in. So before I walked in this room, I took a little bit of time. I walked over there and sat down. I took a little bit of time, a personal inventory. Lee, you've been thinking about this for months. You've been thinking like this is a moment in your life where you've had years to really develop this concept in your head and develop this idea in your soul. Like you you really had this thing in you. And now is the moment. I was pep talking myself. I was like, let's go. Let's do this thing. You know, but if I did not take that moment, this would suck. It just would. Because I didn't take the time to actually think about it. And here's my last point. Every leader has to be a risk taker. It is necessary for you to take risk. See, if you're going to start a business or an organization or write a book or whatever it is, there's a level of naivete that you have to have. There's a there's a level of recklessness you have to have. Because you may not take the first step. If you don't if you don't have this idea that you know what? I can I, I may be able to do this. Like it is necessary to have that You're going to waste. There's tons of people who have wasted their lives because they weren't weren't willing to take risk. They played it safe. They played it safe. Well, I'm just going to go to this job. I'm going to enjoy my time. I'm going to sit at my desk. I'm going to do my work. I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat my food and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to do the next thing, same thing tomorrow. I'm going to go to my job, do my work. I'm going to go home, eat my food and go to sleep. And you're dying. Your dream is dying. Your soul is dying because you weren't willing to invest in yourself and you weren't willing to take the risk. This is even a small risk. Like it could be really small. It has to be something grandiose. Like it could be really small. I was listening to this podcast and the guy explained this. The way he explained it was really interesting to me. He talked about how as a kid he couldn't swim. And he talks about like how... In this whole process, he would see people on the deep end, in the deep end of the pool, and they'd be doing just really great, and they're just, you know, doing all this stuff. 
And he decided one day, he said he was going to walk into the end of the pool. And he just, just dropped into the pool. And the lifeguard was like, boy, you cannot swim. Why are you going to 12 feet and just falling in the pool? And the interesting thing, what he said was this. He said, if I had not tried, I wouldn't know I had the capacity to probably swim. So he kept doing it. And eventually, somebody gave him the skills. Now he can swim in the 12 feet. Now he can swim in the 12 feet. Because he was willing to take a risk. Risk takers believe they can do something that hasn't been done before. Yeah, a whole bunch of people are doing it. But I'm willing to take the risk. Like I said, you don't do it like me. Steve Jobs was a risk taker. Starting a whole company in an environment where technology is, is something that's really huge. Literally everything up here is an Apple product. My phone is an Apple product. My, like this computer is an Apple product. The iPad you signed into was an Apple product. Because this man took a risk. He got kicked out of his own company because he was being risky. They were like, okay, you're going too far. You're going too far. He's like, no. No, no, no. I'm not going far enough. It's, it is necessary for you to take risk. You got to believe that what you're doing is going to change the course of history. You got to get that in your head. You have to believe that literally, oh, there's so many people that probably could do this, but I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be I'm going to be the one that they're talking about. I'm going to be the person that they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they did it. Thomas Edison, I guarantee you, everybody at the time was looking at Thomas Edison like this man is stupid. What are you doing? Why do you keep trying to make this light bulb work? We have candles. Candles work. They're effective. And he failed over and over and over and over and over again. But he kept going because he believed if I get it, it's going to change the course of history. Every literally every light in this room. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Thomas. You don't even think about him, but you're being affected by something that he did. This man has been dead and gone for decades. But you're being affected by something that he did because he was willing to take a risk. He was willing to take a risk. And my last sub point is everything is a risk and they are willing to take it. You got to do it. You got to be willing to take the risk. You got to be willing to go beyond what is comfortable for you. I believe in you coming to this event. You're, you're actually in your brain taking a risk. Some of you are going to leave today and you're going to say you're going to actually make a point to say, you know what? Let me write down some of the stuff that I've been dreaming about. Because honestly. I need to do this. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable. But it's worth taking it. I'm going to read this quote to you and then I'm going to shut my mouth. John F. Kennedy said this. He says there are risk and cost to action. But there are far they are far less than the long term risk of comfortable inaction. 
You not doing what you're supposed to do is a disservice. It's a disservice. Sorry. If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. But I refuse to sit. I refuse to allow you be in this room and you not realize that if you don't do what you're supposed to do, nobody else will do it. One of my mentors says this to me all the time. He says destiny has an expiration date. Don't think that just because you are at the place that you are in your life, you're not required to do what you're supposed to do. Because you never know when you're going to leave this earth. You just don't know. You, you just don't know. In my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm 25. I got time. No, you don't. No, you do not. You do not have time. Because time speeds up. I, just, I literally just felt like I was 19 yesterday. I literally did. And I'm like, bruh, like, like this happened so quickly, so quickly. But I could not waste my time and not do what I'm supposed to be doing because it matters. It matters that you do what you're supposed to be do. And literally the the greatest feeling you ever feel is is feeling like I'm actually doing it. There's so much freedom in that. There's so like you start feeling great. Like you're like, oh, man, I. Oh, I'm being myself. I'm being my authentic self. Every, like nobody can tell me what I'm doing is right or wrong because I'm being myself. I'm being myself. It's cool when you're being yourself. That's the problem with society today. We're too busy trying to be other people and not being ourselves. While you're trying to keep up with the Kardashians, you need to keep up with you and figure out who you are and do what you're supposed to do. Because at that point, you'll be able to take risk. So I hope that you were inspired today. I hope that you were reminded of who you are. I hope that you take inventory and realize, you know what? I'm worth it. I'm worth the time. I'm worth the investment. I'm worth everything that, I, I, that I'm thinking about. And you actually step out and do it. Thank you for watching or listening to this week's episode of Leading with Lee. I hope that you were inspired, equipped, and empowered. If you haven't done it yet, subscribe today. And to get updates about all the things that I'm doing, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lee A. Scott II or Lee A. Scott II. I hope that you will tune in for the next episode of Leading with Lee. Much love and let's get started.